What's that I see walking in these woods? Why, it's Little Red Riding Hood. Hey there, Little Red Riding Hood. You sure are looking good. You're everything a big bad wolf could want. Listen to me, Little Red Riding Hood. Back at it on a Saturday. Sarah's Kramer here on the Bet 1660. Hopefully it's uh, warming up for you all. I mean, it's kind of warming up here in the studio. It was very cold. Uh, the I had to rehire the hamster just to like get on his uh, hamster wheel, and uh, it's, uh, it's blowing some heat at me. So uh, he's wearing a stocking cap today. Got a couple of uh, long sleeves on and a hoodie, along with some sweats. That so this is it's cold in this cold in the studio. I know it's cold outside. So make sure everybody is prepared for what's to come, and that is to come for tomorrow. I know the Chiefs play the Broncos. It's going to be s- snowing in Denver. Already snowed today. It's going to snow tomorrow. And you know what? That stuff only coming this way. So it actually might actually snow on Sunday night. And I'm, I'm saying all this stuff when in, I'm playing Little Red Riding Hood music. Because Halloween is on Tuesday. And we're going to have snow before Halloween. I, I don't know when the last time it was that we had snow before Halloween here in Kansas City, St. Joseph, you name it. But it's uh, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right whatsoever. And I I just want nice baseball. I I want nice baseball weather. Like that's uh, that's what I want year round. Like literally, last week was perfect. I enjoyed the weather last week. Last week was good. But man, it is cold. It is cold. So the Diamondbacks made the World Series, right? And there was a guy named Chris Mad Dog Russo, who said, who said this. Uh, to make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. Floored. And I'll say this right now. Just uh, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games. And win this series in seven games. If they win, I will I will retire on the spot. All right. Spoiler alert. He didn't retire on the spot. He he didn't back up what he had to say. But the Dodgers, not Dodgers, the Diamondbacks did hear the comment, and this is what they had to say after they beat the Phillies in game seven. Remember, the Diamondbacks went back on the road and beat Philadelphia for the two games that they had to host at home. What a spectacular accomplishment, and then they lose game one of the World, uh, World Series last night. But that's not what I'm getting at here. So Chris Mad Dog Russo did this, and my mind has gone from left to right when it comes to sports gambling. And Chris Mad Dog Russo has gambled on himself for his take there. You know, he said that the, if the Diamondbacks win one of these two games or wins both of these games, or however, if they make it to the World Series, he will retire on the spot. This has been a weird, weird gambling season when it comes to, I mean, not for baseball for me. I've actually been, I'm I'm net positive when it comes to baseball. But I've noticed when we try to put our money where its mouth is, like say if I say, you know what, 
we're going to see four touchdowns tomorrow between Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, like they're, they're just going to somehow, and Rasheed Rice, and let's just say Jarek McKinnon. Those are four guys that are going to get in the end zone, um, and none of them get in there. It's been that type of year, I feel like, when it comes to sports gambling, when it comes to people like, like Mad Dog saying this. Uh, to make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. floored. And I'll say this right now. Just to, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games and win this series in seven games, if they win, I will I will retire on the spot. So it just hasn't been working out for Chris Mad Dog Russo, sports gambling in general. I know I have a, I'm, uh, some other friends that haven't been able to hit when it comes to sports gambling. And it's just been weird. Like last night, I picked the money line for the Diamondbacks. In ninth inning, Adolis Garcia, well, not ninth inning, but ninth inning, Corey Seager. Could tie it with one swing. And then Adolis Garcia in the 11th. Adolis Garcia sends one the other way. That sends Carroll back. He's at the wall. And the legend grows. Adolis Garcia. And I lose my bet. It's just been that type of year. Especially this this past three weeks has not been good for me when it comes to gambling on anything. Except for baseball. Baseball's my go-to. Even though last night I didn't get the money line. It's okay. So... What this topic means is this right here, everything that I just said, what Chris Mad Dog Russo said, what I said, foul. Let's get to fair or foul when it comes to, heck, what's going on in baseball. So a fan during the game, this is absolutely, this is, this is wild. This is just, <laughs> a fan during the game last night said if Corey Seager hits a home run, he would urinate on himself on the spot. Well, you know what? Corey Seager hit a home run. The fan held up his end on the bargain. And while he is standing where he sits, like, I mean, it was all standing room only at that point in time. No, no one sat down. But this man urinated on himself. What are we doing here? That is absolutely so gross because, one, that was the ninth inning. There was probably about. 30 to 40 more minutes of baseball left. And then depending on how long you stayed after for watching the celebrations, going out to have drinks after it, maybe you are standing in the fact that you and your friends, like you know that your friend has done it to himself. And he's just all proud, full of joy. You know how that, that smell? Cause you know, for a fact, he, he was probably having a few, uh, few drinks, not, not soda, but the other drinks, the alcoholic kind, so you know that didn't smell great. You you just I just feel bad for the people around him, because that's this is gross, absolutely gross. So this this had to have hit on the foul side of things. It was just ah, uh, not it's not uh, like why. I get it. You held up your end of the bargain. You said you would do it if it happened. You know what? It happened, and that's history now. So gross. Just why? 
why would you do that to yourself? I, I find it would hard to be, I, I think it would actually be hard to do that to myself if I'm wearing clothing. Like if I have like my pants on still and trying to, like I feel like that would be hard. Like my mind, my mind, my mind can't sense or trick itself to be like, you know what? I'm clear. I'm in the clear. I can go now. Nope. I, I, my mind won't say, my, your mind's like, my mind will say, Kramer, you're not in the clear. You got to do, you got to do at least one or two steps before you can go. Yeah, no, I, I digress. I digress. All right, so that's foul. Fair or foul? Cattell Marte wins tacos for everyone. He stole the first base of the World Series, and everybody, like Taco Bell's promotion, everybody gets a free taco. At Taco Bell, you got to have that that chart, the, the, the app, actually. And, uh, yeah, you get the taco for that way because Cattell Marte, there's actually, what, five stolen bases last night? Like, they were running wild. The, the Diamondbacks were. Adolis Garcia um, stole a base. And it was uh, it was a it was it was a it was a great time. I'm glad that we got it over with in one game. And the person who had the Cattell Marte uh, ta- uh, the taco card, the Taco Factor card that I talked about a few weeks ago, they get free tacos for life. And I wouldn't be shocked if those cards are still out there. So, heck, who knows? I might go to Target after this and, find, and go buy a Topps Chrome pack and see if uh, the Taco Factor card is in there. Because you know what? I, I mean, it's Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. It's gonna be bulking season here in a few in a few days, actually. And who knows? I might go buy a couple packs of tops, uh, so I can get that taco factor, and I can just be set for life when it comes to being ta- um, eating tacos from Taco Bell. Granted, I'm not a big taco guy from Taco Bell. I like getting those um, grilled cheese burritos. Man, I'm making myself hungry. It's ten o'clock in the morning, and I'm talking about Taco Bell, and now I want Taco Bell. That's do I have a problem here? Man, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get it. I still, I still gotta watch my figure for tonight. You know, <laughs> that's just, that's just how it goes. All right, that's fair. Absolutely love it. This is one of the greatest promotions to have ever walked the face of the earth, and that is the ta- the, the tacos from Taco Bell, stolen base, booyah. My baseball and Taco Bell. What could get any any better? Add a little bit of professional wrestling to it, then it's all three of me. So, uh, fair or foul? This is one thousand percent fair that I'm about to get to because Dusty Baker. The Houston Astros manager has officially announced his retirement. Dusty, you had a hell of a career. Hell of a career when you're playing baseball. Hell of a career when you are coaching, managing. You're going to go down as one of the biggest legends, the biggest, uh, uh, heck, the biggest fan favorites ever to come and coach and play baseball. Absolutely love you. Granted, I know you were a former Chicago Cubs um, uh, head coach, but you know what? I don't, uh, I don't have, I don't, I, it's okay. You had, you had to, you had to have a job and at least you're not like David Ross. Can't stand David Ross. I, 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 no, thank you. David Ross is not a good manager in my opinion when it comes to Chicago Cubs, but Dusty Baker, hell of a career, hell of a career for you, bud. All right. So Trevor May or Trevor Ma, I'm pretty sure it's May, Trevor May. He announced his retirement as well. And then he went to Twitch following after it so he could talk a little bit. He wanted to talk to all of his fans. And during his comments of his retirement, this is what he had to say. And uh, I just want to know, I want now that it's official, to, to the A's organization and every single person part of it, I love all of you. Every single one of you except for one guy. And we all know who that guy is. Sell the team, dude. I tried to get a sell shirt. It didn't get here fast enough. Sell it, man. 
Let someone who actually like takes pride in the things they own own something. There's actually people who get about the game. Let them do it. Take mommy and daddy's money somewhere else. And also, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna just be a greedy, greedy, own it. There's nothing weaker than being afraid of cameras. So that's one thing I really struggled with this year was not just eviscerating that guy. Do what you're gonna do, bro. You're you're whatever. You're a billionaire. They exist. You guys have all this power. You shouldn't have any because you haven't earned any of it. But anyway, whatever. It is what it is. Reality is you got you got handed everything you have, and now you're too soft to sit and stand in front or, or take any responsibility for anything you're doing. Yeah, whatever. Oakland is Oakland. Uh, you can make all the cases. Oh, it's not a great city. Blah, 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 blah. But you're putting you're putting hundreds, if not thousands, of people out of work that have worked somewhere for decades. And you haven't acknowledged that at all. Be better. That's all we're asking. Just be a human being. I don't disagree. I don't disagree one bit. And the voting is still gonna is still gonna happen. The voting for the the A's to Vegas vote, which is gonna be coming around. I mean, it's scheduled to take place in Dallas from December, November fourteenth through the sixteenth. So it's coming soon. And. I'm curious what's going to be because I already know. I mean, we already know this. They are forcing, they're trying to get more sports in Las Vegas. We have the Las Vegas Aces who have won back to back WNBA championships. You know, Mark Davis's uh, football team he owns. We've seen the Las Vegas Raiders move from Oakland to there. Then we see the proposed deal of the. See the proposed deal of that's weird. My uh, someone is uh, playing with the the mouse on my uh, interesting. Someone is trying to not hack, but I think someone's uh, trying to update this laptop. So that this through my through my mind. I see the mouse cursor move around and start clicking things. Not good. Not good. It's it just it just just weird. Freaked me out a little bit. Um, so where was I going with this? So teams. They're trying to force the hand of MLB trying to get a team in Las Vegas. I think Rob Manford wants a team in Las Vegas. And I think, I mean, myself included, it would it'd be pretty sweet having a baseball team in Las Vegas because, remember, Sin City wasn't a ideal, sexy location until now more and more sports gambling are being improved around the world. That's the only reason why we're getting more and more teams going there. We're going to see an NBA team there. Heck, the Las Vegas Golden Knights kind of open the door for everybody to get a sports team inside Las Vegas. And, heck, they won the Stanley Cup, I believe, on their very first go-around. So it's a good money marketing ability. And no matter what, you're going to make money hand over fist. People choose Las Vegas as a destination type of vacation in order to either watch football, watch the UFC, go gamble, whether if it's sports gambling or in the casino aspect. Heck, I mean, tour museums, do all the shows, you name it. We already know Vegas is a destination location. You'll just make money having baseball games there, too. I mean, the Las Vegas Aviators are already there. So we'll see what happens. Maybe the Las Vegas Aviators now move to Oakland, be the Oakland Aviators, which, I mean, doesn't really have a, a roll off the tongue. Yes, man, the, the Area 51s was a great team name for for Las Vegas when they were uh, when they were the Area 51s. I thought that was pretty sweet. I I I thoroughly enjoyed that team name. But Trevor Trevor May has a lot of you know I back what he has to say about um, uh, Fisher. 
sell the team. Sell the team because he just see, has seemed like a coward through this entire time. Hasn't really gone out there and talked except for the day after. That, that wasn't even him that said that the day after the uh, the reverse boycott. Like, Rob Manford does not like the, the, the state of Oakland. The state of Oakland. The city of Oakland. He just doesn't. We could just tell but from what his comments were after that reverse boycott from him like downplaying the fact that the fans went out there and did that. They did it all on their own. Because they support this baseball team. How can they support an owner of a team that they... like? How can they support that owner, a Fisher? But they would much rather support the team. And it's hard to support the team when you have Fisher running the, the show. It's they're they're watching they're watching their 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 favorite team, the the team that they probably have grown up their entire lives, whether if it was either heck for some people it's whether if they have grown up watching the sport, going to games, or even going and playing for them. They've seen this being deteriorated by one person. And he has yeah, nothing has gone gone well whatsoever when it comes to the A's, whether if it's going to the postseason and winning or whether if it is not winning over 50 games. just hasn't gone well. They haven't won a World Series since, what, the, 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 the 80s? It's been a long time. It's been a very long time, and it just seems like everything's going dwindling down. Then Fisher wants to move, and then Trevor May has these comments, which, by the way, his comments on this with everything – Thousand percent fair. He it's needed. It needed to be said. Needed to be said for a long time. So that fair. Fair or foul? Baseball will be making a comeback for the 2028 Olympics. Baseball was removed for the 2024 Olympics for breakdancing. You heard that correctly. The 2024 Olympics, baseball was replaced for breakdancing. Break dancing. I mean, I'm not gonna be that guy that. I mean, break dancing is pretty cool. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool. But I don't need that as an Olympic sport, especially for the Summer Olympics when it's replacing baseball. Baseball. I mean, that's it's 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 ridiculous. You're telling me you replaced a sport that is. For breakdancing. I think of Olympics as competitions. Competitions needs a clear deciding victor and a clear deciding loser. I love watching the Olympics. We should, you already know this. But I hate judgment type of scoring. Like when it comes to ice hockey, not ice hockey, Ice skating, ice hockey has a clear deciding winner and loser. But ice skating, like figure skating, the oh, uh, the gymnastics routines, all that stuff, I thoroughly enjoy watching that. But I don't like the judgment type of calls for the scorers because you could go out there and say if it's like a Simone Biles-esque run where – She's doing everything perfectly, everything on point, everything to a T. But yet, there might be a judge that said, "No, nah, she she really didn't stick that landing. Uh, she she really didn't have that 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 tilt that we wanted to see." I don't like that. There, because there's obviously sometimes where judges you know flub the numbers. They like you know what I nah, 
I, I, I don't want her to win, or I don't want him to win. I, I, this, this wasn't my type of style. There's always those types of judges there. So why are we replacing a sport with that has a clear deciding winner and a clear deciding loser for breakdancing? A judgment-type style of performance. I find it ridiculous, but I'm also a big baseball head, and I, I, I want to watch baseball no matter what. I don't want to watch breakdancing in the Olympics. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Just my opinion, and you can go with it or you can go without it. I'd rather much see baseball in the Olympics. Thank thank, thank you that's coming back in 2028. I, I hate the fact that I won't be able to watch it in 2024. Then again, in 2028, let's hope that Major League Baseball can allow its players to play in there to have like a little bit of a week off or two or three for the Olympics, uh, kind of like how the NHL does for the Winter Olympics. Let's just hopefully that happens. Let's because I I, w- I would enjoy that seriously. So, but foul, like why? I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's coming back. That's fair, but I'm so foul that you replace a damn sport with breakdancing. Come on now, come on now. All right, fair or foul? Lastly, the average duration of a nine inning baseball game. Let's start from 2004. 2004, 2 hours and 47 minutes. 2005, 2 hours and 46 minutes. 2006, 2 hours and 48. 2007, 2 hours and 51 minutes. It's going to hover around for 2 for two hours and 51 minutes for 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. Then in 2012, it goes for 2 hours and 55 minutes. 2013, 2 hours and 58 minutes. 2014, we finally get over the average of 3 hours and for 3 hours and 2 minutes. We dropped down to two hours and 56 minutes of 2015. Then for 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, it was above three hours per game. In 2021, games were three hours and 10 minutes long. Last year, 2022, the game was three hours and three minutes. And this past season, the average duration of a nine-inning baseball game is two hours and 39 minutes. Bravo baseball. Bravo baseball. This is the lowest we've ever seen it. Go from 2004 is 2 hours and 47 minutes. That was the lowest. That was the lowest since 2004. 2 hours and 47 minutes. Now we go to 2 hours and 39 minutes. This is spectacular. This is awesome. This will get more people more invested and more interested in baseball knowing that the game is going to be like 2 hours and 30 minutes long. It's less than watching a football game on Sundays. I'll tell you what, right now, football is boring. I'll say it. This season of football this year has been absolutely boring. It's like watching paint dry at times. It's like watching the, who was the stadium? The New York Jets paint dry on their field, which (laughs) the game they played, it wasn't dry. Bravo baseball. You're doing things right. Doing things the right way. This is Sarah with Kramer right here on the bet 1660. You know, one more. You know, I, got, I got one more in the tank. Got one more in the tank. One more fair or foul, then we'll go take a break. So there's a new professional baseball league in Dubai. Dubai is dabbling in into the, the baseball market. Listen to these names that were drafted. So the first ever draft was was it earlier this week or was it last week? When was this draft? I don't know. It was it was it was earlier. It was prior. In the first round, pick three 
D.D. Gregorius drafted to the Wolves, the Dubai Wolves. The very next selection, round one, pick four, the Falcons select Pablo Sandoval, the Panda, the 37-year-old former Major League Baseball player, all-star. Heck, he won a World Series with the San Francisco Giants and Bruce Bochy, the manager of the Texas Rangers, as their manager. Round one, pick six, the 40-year-old second baseman. He's going to be joining up with D.D. Gregorius as Robinson Cano is going to be his teammate now. And then my favorite pick, round two, pick 16 for the Monarchs, which they might be my team that I root for for this league if I ever watch it. The 16th overall pick, the 50-year-old Bartolo Colon is back playing professional baseball, not Major League Baseball, but in a professional organization over in Dubai. Bartolo Colon is back, baby. Let's go. The 50-year-old, let's go. Oh, that's awesome. So fair. Glad that these guys are getting a, um, a second stint. Heck, yo, Dubai, if you need a, uh, if you need some players, let me know. I can, I'll, I'll make the trip. I'll make the trip. I'll, I'll play baseball over there. I'm cool with it. I want to play baseball. Let me know. Hey, I'll send, I'll send you a, a demo and a highlight reel at Dubai. Or, I, if I could play for the Monarchs, but Bartolo Colon, that would be so awesome. I mean, it's never gonna happen, but so fair, so fun. And this is stars of camera right here on the bet sixteen sixty. Take a quick break. We got some, uh, we got some hot takes to get over with. Let's do those next. You're listening to Saturdays with Kramer on the Bet 1660. Well, saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had a one long horn and one big eye. I commenced to shake him and I said, It looks like a purple people leader to me. It was a one eyed, one horn flying purple people leader. A one eyed, one horn flying purple people leader. Sure looks strange to me. One eyed? Yeah. Oh man, I, I I enjoy the I enjoy Halloween music. I do. I thoroughly enjoy it. It was a one This is one of my favorites. One of my favorites. I only play my favorites on during the Halloween. Uh, it's like earlier the Monster Mash, uh, Little Red Riding Riding Hood. This is Sarah's Kramer here on the Bet sixteen sixty. Chime in throughout the show at Kramer Talks. We're talking about football right now. Talked a lot about baseball. A lot. I love baseball. So I'm gonna talk about it as much as I want. I don't want to get a job in rock and roll band. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, so before I get to the hot takes, like I, I teased, are, uh, are Chiefs fans kind of concerned for tomorrow? Like, should you be concerned or should you be worried of a potential trap game against the Denver Broncos? Because I think you should. The, the what the Chiefs have beat the Broncos 16, 17 straight times. It's it's been since I think Peyton Manning was the quarterback for the Broncos the last time the Chiefs lost to him. And Peyton Manning's been in the league for a long time. I think they should be concerned. I do. Because a lot of people, a lot of teams, a lot of players. Even the fans, even possibly the coaches, possibly. I don't know about the coaches fully. But next week is the Germany. 
is the Germany game against the Dolphins. That's going to be a huge matchup. Kickoff's at 8.30 in the morning. So I understand why if the excitement of going to Germany, because I wouldn't be shocked if after the game on tomorrow, the Chiefs come back home for one day, then the flight goes off to Germany to where they can get adjusted to their the the time zone, adjusted to the, the their internal clock, rather than leaving on a Friday and hopefully you're all adjusted for Saturday and Sunday. It's because jet lag's real. I haven't experienced it like fully to where you go from here to say England or something like that. I've never experienced that type of jet lag, but I know people who have and they say it absolutely stinks. It absolutely sucks. That's probably going to be on the back of the minds of the Chiefs players right now. That's already not. I know you take it one game at a time, one game at a time, one day at a time, one practice at a time, one film session at a time. I get it. But you can't tell me that the Denver Broncos are going to try to put everything they have into trying to defeat the Chiefs this Sunday, tomorrow. The weather is going to be in favor for... I, th- I think you, you put the favor in the weather for the Broncos. Some of these players are used to it. I know J- J- Javante Williams isn't. But I find Javante Williams a better running back than Isaiah Pacheco. Because if it's snowing, you can't throw the football, which, I mean, we've seen Patrick Mahomes throw footballs in the snow before. And, hell, he did it in the Arrowhead Pride Mad simulation, which, by the way, was bonkers. Went overtime and all, you name it. That's a mad simulation. I'm talking about real life now. I think you got to put the edge of the Broncos here, especially home field territory, even though the Chiefs have have, have won. I think Creed Humphrey was still in high school when the uh, – maybe a freshman in high school when the Chiefs uh, lost, to, lost to the Broncos last. I don't know. I think they, they need to be – you need to be worried. I think, I think you should. And if that's not on the back of your mind, this is a possible trap game, then – you need to start looking in reality because I know Sean Payton wants to win. I know Garrett Bowles clearly wants to win because three weeks ago he's like, I'm getting tired of losing. I've been doing this my entire career, my entire life here with the Denver Broncos. I just feel like we lose, 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 lose. That's basically what he said, allegedly. You know it's frustrating for those those players because the Broncos are the bottom bottom feeders of the AFC West. Like I, I was explaining this. Uh, I mean, I tweeted it out. Um, I explained this to my coworkers at work. I was like, it's not like I don't like the Chiefs. Clearly, I have some sort of no oh, no favoritism for it. But I mean, if I write about them and I talk about them, you got to have some sort of reporting journalistic integrity for it. So I I I I, I favor them over the Broncos and Chargers. Clearly, but I mean, we already know I'm a Raiders fan. So one's Raiders, two Chiefs, the third team in this. I'm saying I'm classifying the, the, the referees. I'll, I'll classify the rest for the third team of this. And for tied for fourth, which is last, is the Chargers and Broncos. That's how my tier system is when it comes to supporting and following the AFC West. Broncos might shock you this Sunday. They might shock you tomorrow. And don't I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say it now. I'll, I'll say I told you so once the game's over with. I still think the Chiefs are going to win. But I would not be shocked if they fall into the hands of a trap game. I just, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. And now what I'm curious is what 
is going to happen from the fallout because once once the uh, once it say it does happen, are you going to dwell on that loss until all the way to play Miami and Germany? It's going to be a lot of views, a lot of eyeballs on this game. A lot people will make sure make it a point to wake up. Like I didn't make it a point to wake up in time to watch the Bills and Jacksonville Jaguars game when they had it over there in London. Didn't make it a point to, because I really didn't care. But more and more people appreciate the Chiefs more. Heck, a lot of people also still appreciate the Miami Dolphins for what they did for the the Don Shula era when they went undefeated. Like, there's still people alive that want to appreciate the Miami Dolphins, and you need to appreciate what the Miami Dolphins are doing on the field right now because it is just spectacular to watch. So the Chiefs lose this week. Who knows? They might lose the next, but that's... Uh, that's I'm, I'm just saying. Ole, 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 ole. Ole, 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 ole. All right, it's that time of the day, the time of the hour. We're talking about yes, some hot takes around. You got the theirs, mine, and yours. Always get to it with the hot, hot, hot takes right here on Sarah's with Kramer. So Dalvin Cook, you know, the, the running back that wanted to go to the Jets and uh, wanted to, you know, be with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, things haven't gone his way. And the past, what, three weeks, he's had three three carries for 16 yards or something like that. But he is uh, he's on the, the trade block, apparently, because he's been showing frustration out there. He's quoted saying, it's something I can't control that my name is being floated around in trade rumors. It might be a good thing. Maybe. It's a bad thing. I don't think he wants to be in New York. The Brees Hall era is here to stay. I think Dalvin Cook thought it was a good idea to be like, you know what? We can win a, we can win a ring. Maybe I can go ring chase. Now he's out here saying this might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. You don't want to say that. Don't say it might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. Don't say that. Just don't. Because they want to use you as much as you can. I mean, you, you were a great running back for the Minnesota Vikings. So why why are we doing this? Like, make sure always dot your T or not dot your T's. Cross your T's and dot your eyes. Dot your T's and cross your eyes. <laughs> oh, Kramer, that's even a hot take itself right there. Yeah, your grammar hot take, Kramer, because you don't you don't know it. <laughs> I digress. Uh, so my hot take is. Bears are going to beat the Chargers this week. Bears are going to beat the Chargers on Sunday night football tomorrow night. That's my hot take. Bears Bears beat the Raiders last week. Raiders didn't even get off the bus, it seemed like. Probably should have just stayed in Las Vegas because that was an abysmal performance. I think the Bears go on the road to L.A., it will be a home game for the Bears. Just watch. Just watch. It'll be a home game for the Bears. And the Chargers fall to the Bears this Sunday. And we might see Brandon Staley get his, uh, a step closer to being uh, edged out of the coaching staff in Los Angeles. Is that Bagnet? Bagnet? I don't know. I, don't, I refuse to learn that the, the backup quarterback's name for the uh, Chicago Bears. Honestly... I think he's a better quarterback than Justin Fields. That's another hot take there. 
She's hot. Good song. This is a good song. All right, let's get to yours. So I always ask my friends, that's people around the Twitter universe, where are the X-verse? What are your hot takes? I get this one from Kobe. Do the Bears beat the Chargers and Staley get fired? Yes. He just sent me the question itself. Like, hey, here's a question for you. Not a hot take, but here's a question. Yes. And Brandon Staley is going to be on the seat seat the hot seat after this game it's from jordan does dallas law lose to rams plus rangers in the world series light a fire under jerry jones's behind to make a big move before the trade deadline that one's interesting it's another question but it's also a hot take worthy because jordan is a cowboys fan i i just just how i i, I just know him can we see Broncos being fire sales with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton? They make a move. I think the Cowboys do make a move for a wide receiver. Depending on who it is, I'm curious. I'll be curious to find out. But I think they go out there and they get a wide receiver too. Because he needs some help with C.D. Lamb. I can't even tell you who the second wide receiver is there. Is Michael Gallup still on the team? I'm pretty sure he is. Michael Gallup's like, what, 40? He's been in the league forever. CD Lamb needs a uh, needs a uh, he needs he needs a partner. He's a tag team partner, and it, it, <laughs> Jerry Judy might be the easiest one to go get. This is fun from Brent. Pats beat the overrated Dolphins in a nail biter. That ain't bad. We saw the Patriots win last week against the against the against the Bills. Now can they do it against the Dolphins? I'd be curious to see. I, I know Bill Belichick loves beating the AFC West teams, but if they end up losing, like just imagine. Watch, say the Broncos beat the Chiefs this week and the Patriots beat the Dolphins this week. Can you imagine how much pressure everybody's going to be feeling on that game out there in um, Munich? Like we already know the Chiefs want to go up against Tyree Kill. Like, that's just a proven fact. I think Chiefs fans want to go up against Tyree Kill, and they also want to make sure that they can beat Tyree Kill or sustain him to less and less and less yards. If the Dolphins lose against the Patriots tomorrow, just expect Tyree Kill to go off against the Chiefs. And I'm here for it. I'm, I'm all here for it. I, I'm, <laughs> It would be fun. It would be really fun. All right. This is the uh, last one is from yours. Jairus. Sam Darnold will outplay Joe Burrow. Well, Jairus, Sam Darnold may not start tomorrow because today's the final day where old Brock Purdy can clear concussion protocol. But here's the thing too. I think if Sam, this is, here's a hot take for you as well. If Sam Darnold starts tomorrow, Brock Purdy will never start again for the San Francisco Giants ever because of how the performance Sam Darnold's going to have against the Bengals tomorrow night. Just saying. I'm just saying, those, uh, there's mine and yours on the hot, hot, hot takes right here on Cesar Kramer, right on the Bet 1660. Take a quick break. Come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. Do it next. You're listening to Saturdays with Kramer on the Bet 1660.
this is fitting for this uh, for for this topic <laughs> coming up uh, right here on Sazer uh, Kramer on the Bet 1660. I was startled from the ding ding. I, I completely forgot about it. I was just expecting the ding 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 ding. Oh, oh man, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get to the injury report, then we can uh, leave this show uh, for 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 the remainder of today. But the week eight injuries, this is what we're not going to possibly see. Ryan Tannehill going to be at. Didn't practice all week for him against the the Falcons, so take that for its will. Brock Purdy's concussion protocol could end today. Justin Fields is going to be sidelined for the second straight game for his thumb injury. Jimmy Garoppolo, his back. He's uh, he's on pace to play Monday night against uh, Detroit, but uh, after being a full participant on Friday practice, it seems like it will happen for him. So I hope that happens for him because I don't want to see Brian Hoyer. Daniel Jones is out for the third straight week with his neck injury. Taysom Hill has been limited all week. Uh, he's been wearing the non-contact jersey, so he's likely probably going to miss uh, this game. Uh, Luke Musgrave. Um, he's for most of this week. He's he had no chance to play on first night of night. Um, so there's a good chance he's been in a walking boot. Luke Musgrave won't probably play. But those are some of the big names around football right now. That's uh, that's not going to be suiting up anytime soon, or could be suiting up. Which I'm hoping, 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 hoping we see. Oh, uh, old Jimmy G in the uh, suited up. Now let's see some stuff that we missed. You know George W. Bush threw out the first pitch last night. The last time George W. Bush threw out a first pitch of a World Series was the 2001 one, which we all could, I can remember that that pitch was straight down the middle. It looked like a movie. He he looked like he had some 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 whip zip to it too, some speed, some tailing action. Maybe it was like a two seam fastball as well. But it was right down the pipe for a strike during that the 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 Diamondbacks versus the Yankees World Series. It's interesting because last night George W. Throughout the first pitch, and it wasn't a good pitch whatsoever. It bounced to the plate, but the exact same thing happened. George W. Bush threw out a first pitch, and the Yankees won, I believe, on a walk-off home run in 2001, and then the Rangers won on a walk-off home run in 2023 for Game One. Is are we are we seeing history repeat itself? I mean. Are we are we are we seeing this happening right before our eyes? Like, are we are we are we are we cool with this? Like, are we going to see the Arizona Diamondbacks win this World Series again? Do I need to before I head over to the Missouri side? Do I need to place a bet on the Arizona Diamondbacks winning the World Series, even though they're down one game nothing? I know I'll have better odds today than I did yesterday. I know that for a fact. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. Um, uh, any way to make a quick buck, you know? Any way to make a quick buck? Um. What's some other stuff that we've missed? Talk about the the, the votes. Of course, secret ties it. I am. I, you know, it's wild to think I am running out of time. There's actually wow. Okay, so two hours go by quick when it comes to uh, when it comes to Sarah Kramer. I enjoy that. I watch the World Series. Just watch it. You. It's. What I'm curious is who's going to what's going to happen tonight because this is I mean, we already know the NFL scripted. I mean, you got plants out and out there. They they got Taylor Swift uh, trying to make money even more, trying to get the, the 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 NFL more global. She's trying to help that out. I mean, it's all conspiracies type thing, you know. But 
Watch a unscripted baseball game tonight. You never know what's going to happen. We saw what happened last night. Didn't expect that to happen. But you know what? Texas Rangers won. They're up one game to nothing. And World Series game one. Game two tonight, 7 o'clock. Jordan Montgomery, Merle Kelly on the mound. I'm taking the Diamondbacks tonight. I don't think we see back-to-back wins for the Dodgers. Why am I saying Dodgers? For the Rangers. It's been Sarge Kramer here in Bet 1660. Put a smile on your face, Kansas City. You don't know who needs to see it to brighten up their day. Stay safe out there. Have a good one. Yeah. Go Diamondbacks. Listening to Saturdays with Kramer on the Bet 1660.